Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been almost a month since I last recorded a podcast. I've been away working in a new job. I mentioned that before. And it's still been quite busy. But every day, I do my Bhagwajang. I'm outside every morning around 5, 5.30. Basically when the birds start singing. And I go and practice. I practice for about an hour. Then I go have breakfast, head to work. And then when I come home from work, I practice some more. After dinner, in the evenings, late at night. Occasionally, I'll sneak in in the new job because they've got these nice new bathroom where near where the taps are. It's I can do a bit of bagua there if no one's around. And while I'm cultivating my chi, I'm also developing my peng. It's more of a tai, uh, tai chi term, peng. They, they give it many descriptions, but basically it's keeping your ears open and trying to do it quietly with no one around. And like a deer, you're just making, you're listening in to see if anyone's going to come in. It puts, it puts the practice slightly on edge, but it's an interesting sensation to have. Now the reason for this podcast is a continuation of the last one I did talking about De or Te, which is which in Taoism we call inner power, which the Confucians call virtue. And inner power is something you accumulate inside of you through meditation, through doing Bhagwajang, through a whole host of, of other mediums. Now I had some feedback because I used the book Street Cultivation and I talked about money and finances and it turns out there are quite a few of you who uh, don't like that version of example. You want to remain so spiritual that money doesn't matter. But unfortunately we live in a world where uh, money is probably the most neutral topic to express certain things. That's why when you go to church or the mosque or any temple and and the pastor and priest are talking, they will talk about finances and money because there are there are concepts in there that will have the least amount of angst. Now, thankfully, those of you who have got a few pennies to rub together, you're okay with it, but usually it's the people who are broke as who don't want to hear it. Money is just another manifestation of chi or being in your flow. It's just a tangible medium, even though money's an illusion. It's paper notes, metal coins. They're just a tangible way of expressing what is, for most people, intangible. But, you know, while I'm doing my bagua, there are people out there who just don't want to hear it well unfortunately the way you do anything is the way you do everything and cultivating your chi is like cultivating money they're just parallel pathways so I thought 
I'd, I'd make it less about Daoism and more about Baguazhang tonight. So let's see if I can explain it a bit better. So when you're doing Baguazhang, you're firstly walking the circle. That's the very first thing. And you have, it's a form of walking meditation. So if you don't like sitting still, Baguazhang is great because you get to move. And Baguazhang has its roots in shamanic practice. And also, even if you don't believe in any of that ancient stuff, when you're thinking about something and you find yourself pacing up and down in a circular motion, that's Bagua. The Zhang part of it, which is short for the changing palms, is the more martial part of it where you move your hands. Now the interesting thing about your hands, and for those of you who want to cultivate your Tao passively sitting there, your hands are very important. When you're sitting there passively, you're taking the slow path. Because to the mind, the hands represent doing. Now, I don't know what's it called, but in Japanese, they have those hand symbols that, that when they meditate, like the ninjas do. That's deliberate because with, through your hands, you're telling the body itself how you want to cultivate your chi. The body has a hard time recognizing what is illusion and what is factual. But it knows when your hand is in a fist form, you're either grabbing something or you're punching something. It knows when your hands are open in a palm shape, you're either about to shake hands or you're going to slap someone or you're going to lay your hands in, in peace on someone or try to heal someone. These hand symbols, whatever shape the hand makes, tells the body what action you want to do and so while you're walking the circle you are also telling the body how you want to cultivate that chi and baguazhang is a faster way of cultivating one's chi not in a hurry in that sense but it's a deliberate act when you're sitting and meditating a lot of people are trying to wait for they're, they're cultivating their chi through just the breathing. Bagua is about the motion itself. You are moving your body through the air. You can't see the air. And let's just assume air is chi. Let's just call air that because in Chinese, the same character gets used for air and chi. So it, it kind of makes sense that you can sit there, breathe in and out, or you can move through the air. And gulp it up. Fish do it with water. They move through the water. In fact, the water that they inhale can actually be exhaled through the gills and pushed out and help to push the fish through the water. That is the essence of Baguazhang. So you're walking, you're getting fit, you're, you're, you're connecting your feet, to your head and back down again you're breathing you're changing the palms you're actually telling the body how you want to cultivate and because Baguazhang the, the sacred number is 8 you are cultivating 8 times faster than a person who is just standing still or sitting still the mind goes towards the number 8 and goes okay the sacred number is 8 we do things in 8 8 sets equals x so 
64 sets equals Y. 512 sets equals Z. The mind looks for these patterns and goes down that logical path. Now again, if you don't believe in Qi, the one good thing is doing Bagua Zhang is a gentle way to um, get healthy. But I thought I would extend this out now that I have bored you a little bit with all this to understand what the next level is from Te. And that is, I said before, it's about your material cultivation and a lot of people didn't like it. But So I'm going to call it something else. Let's call it your environmental cultivation. What that means is, quite simply, is if you're an actor, you need a stage on which to act upon. The actor always needs a stage, even if it's impromptu. If you're a football player, you need a field in order to play football on. If you are a cook or a chef, you need a kitchen in order to be a cook. That's the same thing what happens. Once you've completed your inner cultivation, your inner cultivation now never stops. But it now, your chi is so large that it projects out and starts to change your environment. And if, if you don't believe in chi, I'll say you subconsciously start changing the environment you are living in in order so that it can help facilitate your cultivation. And you see it all the time with people who've gone deep with their cultivation. They will have a room, for example, where they meditate in or do bagua in and it will look just right. It, it will be... Um, the park will look just right. It'll have a certain feel. But it's not just they went and looked for it. They helped to cultivate that environment in order so the two can work together. If you have a car, you need a road on which to drive it on. And if, for those of you fuckwits who go and say, no, I can do go off-road because there's always dickheads. Like, well, if you look carefully, the off-road path is still a road for the car how did that road get created the off-road one with the car driving on it continuously with Baguazhang it's the circle it's most immediate the circle gets created this is something I would like you guys to ponder on your environment is important to your cultivation. Just like if you don't want to read any of the Taoist manuscripts, and there does come a point where, unfortunately, for those of you who insist on following the Taoist manuscripts, there comes a point where your experience in practicing Taoism is more important than what the ancients have said. Because what the ancient masters have said is in the past. And it relates to their environment. They were right, but they couldn't they're not as right as your own experience. You have to value your experience, and your environment will reflect that experience. Now that doesn't mean because you're doing Baguazhang you have to suddenly turn Chinese or what or something like that, like I did. No. But 
that is what you're heading towards. That is what manifesting on the external level is about. You've gone beyond what's inside. Because I I bet eventually you're going to want to experience and know if what you're practicing is for real. So if you are practicing Baguazhang to be a fighter, in a master fighter in Baguazhang, you're still going to cultivate an environment because you're going to want to know whether it's the real thing for you. So you're going to manifest fights so that you can experiment and see if it works. You're going to manifest situations that will challenge you and ultimately help you to grow. Now, for those of you on the spiritual path and go, oh yeah, fighting, but that's not exactly healthy. Well, with Baguazhang, the martial art, the fighting itself is important. The ex- the exercise of it. It helps to unblock chi that has gotten blocked. And it helps to allow for the loosening up so you can become free. That is what the nothingness is about. When they say letting go of everything and cultivate until there's nothing left. It's becoming free of all attachments. So I know I'm going around in circles now. So I just want to point this out to you that for some of you you're already there and you just needed the clarity to explain it to you and that your environment is important for those of you not there yet this is where you're heading you're heading to the place where you are going to manifest an environment that is highly supportive and conducive to your baguazhang training And it may not look what you wanted it to look like or expected it to look like. Just remember, it's a reflection of you and also your experiences. 